0: Welcome to the 60 Plus Podcast. I'm Janet. And I'm Joe. How are you today, Janet?
1: I'm really good, Joe. How are you doing? I'm
0: doing very well. Do you know that this is our 10th episode?
1: (gasps) Is it really? It really is. That's incredible. It is.
0: They say it couldn't be done, and and we did it. Here
1: we are. Here Here we are. are. We're still standing.
0: So 10 episodes. I saw something on Spotify for podcasters, like the inside stuff, and it says that most podcasts never get past five Wow, we just doubled that. We doubled it. We doubled it. So uh, congratulations.
1: Thank you. Congratulations to you, too.
0: What are we talking about today, Janet?
1: Well, today we're going to do one of our Real Talk episodes where we ask our 10 questions to an unknowing individual <laughs> who's 60 plus.
0: And the questions have not been revealed to our guests. No,
1: they have not.
0: Do you want to introduce our guest? Sure. So
1: this is Lara. He's going to be joining us today, talking about what it's like to be 60 plus. Hey, Lair.
0: Welcome. On your
2: 10th anniversary.
1: (laughs) Where's the champagne?
0: Uh, We'll we'll break it out afterwards. I I didn't think it would be a good idea to drink before the recording.
1: I don't know. I think it could
0: only help, really. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So are you going to kick it off with the questions? Yeah,
1: I'm going to kick it off and we're going to see how Lair does here. So, your first question: How did you feel about turning sixty?
2: Hmm, I'm actually not sixty. I'm <laughs> I'm fifty nine. No, okay. I'm kidding. I'm sixty three. Um, it didn't really hit me yet. Really, I'm I'm worried about seventy more. Really. Oh yeah. The okay. Eighty. Eighty's really going to be troublesome. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I like the positive attitude. Yeah, yeah. So 60's okay for you then. All right. good, yeah. So yeah, you yeah. feel good about that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess that's, that's one
0: down. That's a really short answer, Larry. Jeez, it's going to be a you're short gonna have, episode. Gonna episode 10 is going to gonna be our shortest episode, Janet. Uh, well, I have my hair, so that's all I really need. Oh, I'm yeah. so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I
2: have half a brain too. But...
0: Um, I'm so jealous. <laughs> If I only had a brain. Doo, 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 doo. Right. Did you celebrate turning sixty? If you did, how did you do, how did you do that?
2: Uh, I didn't actually. I had a big fiftieth birthday bash. Some friends got me polluted with tequila, but uh, no, sixty was quiet. I think I don't really remember anything. You were still scarred from the fiftieth yeah, birthday party. Yeah, I was. I didn't want to do that again.
0: <laughs> Isn't it funny how the older you get, the less desirable a hangover is? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's never been desirable, but you would you would do it anyway. Now well, it's just and like yet, eh. it still happens. <laughs> less frequently less, yes, frequently.
1: less frequently. Well,
0: for me, I don't know. What about you, Jenna? Is it
1: Oh, I'm hungover every day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are you hungover now?
1: Um, no, no, no. I'm not hungover now. I'm I'm tired. But I'm not hungover.
0: Tired, but not hungover. Uh, I'm I'm tired as well. We had a big wedding over the weekend. I
1: know. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank My daughter got married. so exciting. How do you feel about that?
0: You know, people keep asking me how I feel about my daughter getting married. And I say, I don't know. There's something kind of some low hum in the back of my brain, but I can't identify what it is because it's a brand new thing.
1: Yeah, it's another milestone.
0: It is, but it's an it's an emotion I've never experienced before. So I don't, I can't,
1: can't put a name on it.
0: Identify it. All the festivities are over. I had the girls in the house for the weekend, or most of the week, actually, and that was fun to have them home. They they live away, and we had a party Saturday, and then yesterday was uh, Sunday, and that was the actual wedding. And a lot of friends came in from out of town, so that was great to see them. But I, I can't really identify how I feel. I'm happy for them.
1: Yes, of uh, course. Well, your little girl's all grown up now. She's a married woman. She That's is. Like a big deal.
0: It kind of is. I was delighted to see how happy they were during the wedding, at, at the reception. Uh, my daughter was bouncing throughout the whole ceremony it was, it, with excitement. Uh, so it was fun to see. We've kind of gotten off track.
1: That's okay. That's okay. We're going to get back to Lair now. I think I'm up next. So favorite thing about being 60 plus?
0: You can say to guys like me that he still has his hair. Yeah. <laughs>
2: oh, favorite thing. Well, um, I don't feel 90. I, I, I can move and get up and do exercise and, and hike and That's things. Good. So, you know, you're still at uh, at this age, uh, if you keep yourself reasonably fit and you don't drink too much tequila, uh, you can have a nice, active, strong life. So,
1: what about mezcal? Is mezcal okay?
2: <laughs> mezcal is very nice.
0: When you were not a tequila. tequila yeah. <laughs>
2: my my memory's fading. Though I think I had some last night.
0: Must be the mezcal. So I think sixty. We, we've talked about this before, but when my grandparents were my age now. They acted much older than I think most people are. Age act now, right? So you know, we really don't have to be that hung up about it. I don't think so, and I think there's more of an emphasis on physical fitness and taking care of your body and and all of that.
1: So, what do you like to do for exercise?
2: Say, I go to the gym in the winter, not in the summer. I have a little rowboat. I row out on the marshes, and I ride the mountain bike, and uh, you know, just uh, I don't really do like walking or. Like that, but uh, and hot yoga.
0: Janet, we've been talking about doing a, an episode specifically on yoga.
2: Yes, um, the benefits of yoga.
0: And I don't, I don't want to get too much into that. But, but explain hot yoga to me. I've done, I've been to yoga a couple of times, but not hot yoga.
2: Yeah, hot yoga. You're, you're in a room that's 95 to 100 degrees. I don't like it. <laughs> okay, I'm out. Um, and uh, you know, it starts off uh, easy enough. It gets difficult after about a half hour in that room and you've been moving and a lot and, you know, you're sweating. And you feel like you're going to pass out. Uh, but you can stretch a lot better and, and it's quite a workout, actually. So I'm sort of a big guy or not huge, but, uh, you know, I'm one of the bigger yogi guys. So it's hard for me to do a lot of those positions, you know, I'm a little less flexible too. It's great. I'd encourage it from anyone in their 60s or 50s. it's it's amazing. So,
0: After you're done with hot yoga in the 95-plus degree room, which sounds awful to me, how do you cool down? I mean, I had a friend for coffee this morning at my house, and he was talking about cold plunges after he exercises. Do you ever do anything like that?
2: No. No, it's nice. That
0: sounds equally torturous, by the way. (laughs) It
2: takes a little time to cool down, but I usually just go outside. I don't put my coat on, you know, after the class. You just kind of go out in the cooler weather, so that's... Why uh, I don't do it in the summer because it's just too much. But but the winter, it's perfect. You're heated, and then you go out and you cool off while you're getting to your car.
0: Interesting, yeah. interesting. Well, um, it's so good to sweat like that. It is good to sweat. You get, to- you get all toxins, the toxins come out and all that. Out. I don't know. I'd rather just sit in the room and drink mezcal. <laughs> no, there's no okay. way to get rid of the mezcal. <laughs> really. Well, and at least you the exercise all
1: your right arm, right? <laughs>
0: well, I'm I ambidextrous when it comes uh, to oh, drinking. Oh, so you're getting both? When it comes to drinking, because oftentimes I'll hold the drink in my left hand and I'll eat with my right hand. Oh, good. (laughs) Well, that works then. Yeah, that's good. All right. So, Lara, what what do you like the least about being 60 plus?
2: Good question. I'm actually very comfortable with this age. So I just don't like the, like I said, I'm not going to be thrilled for 70 and 90. I don't know. Seems so far away, but it isn't. We're in the fourth quarter now. We're maybe in the third quarter of the football game, but it's more the future I I'm, I don't care for. But right now it's fine. Health, health, have a lot of wisdom from living this long, and uh, and hopefully you have money at this point, some money. You don't have to worry about not having enough money for milk. Still drink milk? Uh, very little, <laughs> just in coffee. It's
1: half and half for me, Joe.
0: My daughter was at my house for the week, as I said, and she was like, Dad, where's the milk? I was like, mm. Yeah. No no milk in this house.
1: I think we could probably do a whole episode on things that happen to you after 60, like lactose intolerance. Oh,
0: yeah. (laughs)
1: Gluten-free. There's all this intolerance, or just plain intolerant. I don't know.
0: (laughs) I'm just generally intolerant, so. uh, All right. I think you have the next question. Yeah,
1: I do. Do you do anything differently now that you're 60 plus? Hmm
2: these are hard questions <laughs> they are uh, I sleep a lot I've always slept a lot I have to have my eight hours um,
0: eight hours isn't a lot that's that's, that's like a that's normal night, right yeah
2: I, I really don't do anything differently no I'm trying to work less but that's not really working out for me so mm. um, so no uh, my life's pretty much like it was and when I was in my 50s I think so, Oh, I know one thing. Well, I don't want to tackle huge projects anymore, though. I used to have no like trouble.
0: 20-year projects. I used to have no trouble <laughs> building a house. That takes you to
1: 90. Mm.
2: I had four years. I worked on a boat four nights a week and all weekends. I, I don't want to do that anymore. You want to enjoy uh, some mocha, you know, mocha coffee. Now it's time to enjoy the, uh, the fruits of your labor from all these years and not stress yourself too much with too many big projects going on at once. So. I guess that's a little change I've tried to make, but it just means I drink more, though. So, so <laughs> Back it's to the really not working out. So I decided I'm going to do a big project next year, but not quite as big.
0: I notice a theme in this podcast: what it's mezcal, the, the, the drinking, the, pot, the, the mezcal, the tequila. Uh.
1: Joe, you know, if you think about it, that's how we got our start. What? With
0: Mescal. Okay, we did. Remember, we the, the we podcast saw. was conceived over Mescal.
1: That's
0: right. <laughs> it's, it, it's 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 not the right word. <laughs> it sounds wrong, but okay. Well I, I, I know
1: what you mean. <laughs>
0: I hope everyone knows what I mean. It's
1: You're like, you know, you should do we should start a podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it might have been a little slurred a little more slurred than that. Well,
1: yeah, maybe, maybe.
0: I don't know. All right, so what's the funniest thing about being sixty plus? He's like nothing. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> S- something that's happened to you. Something someone has said that's funny about being of a certain age.
2: Oh well, you know, this hair growing <laughs> on the back of my ears now. Um, you know that never was there before. I've, I've, I, you know, when I forget to shave it sometimes, and I feel like a you know Neanderthal man doing the work.
0: I feel like my favorite Martian. He had the antennas that came out of the back of his head. That's how I feel. It's like. It wasn't there yesterday, and today it's an inch and a half long. How does that happen?
2: Well, you have a beard growing out of your nose. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so,
2: you know, it's, just, it's getting ugly there. You know, but uh.
0: okay. Well, I I, I think that I think that nails it. Yeah. That does pretty much nail it. I was on an additional grooming regimen this past week with the wedding. And I'm, right. yeah, it's like looking at my ears from all different angles. You got to just...
1: get that like 10 times power mirror, right? To find all the. Oh, yeah, because my. I'm not world.
0: wearing my bifocals <laughs> when I'm looking <laughs> in the mirror. I
1: know. It's like try to plug your eyebrows while you have your glasses on. And you're trying to look into the 10 times mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That can that's... be difficult. Okay. All right. Well, that takes us to our next question. Do you have a bucket list? And if so, what's on it?
0: Hmm. I think he's taking things off his bucket list, like big projects. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, you know, I well, I do. Yes, I'm. I have a big boat, and I want to get a bigger boat. So I it's want to a get bigger a bigger
0: hole in the ocean sail. in which to throw your money.
2: I want to do sailing again. So I haven't sailed since I was in my twenties. So that's on my. Um, it's not really a bucket list. It's like a goal to go to. So. Normally it's like traveling, right, and jumping out of airplanes, but uh, I already Mm -hmm. done that. Jumping out of of airplanes? Yeah, I don't want to do it again. It really was quite frightful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, plus we got to live to 90, so. Well,
0: so with the sailboat, would you want to travel with the sailboat, or is it just like day sailing or weekend sailing?
2: Well, the original intention was with my brother, he
0: wants to sail
2: around the world, but I really just want to have him it across the ocean to the Mediterranean, and then I just and then meet him. I'm just going to show up, and yeah. So I'm really I love to sail and go visit places, but you know, being out on the ocean for three weeks, you know, crossing the ocean with the boat and seeing no land in sight doesn't sound that appealing. But I might be stuck with this because I'm you know a team with my brother on this. So but, have you already agreed? We've agreed, you but have we haven't really talked about the details. Of course, you know.
0: It sounds a little scary. Janet, have you ever been on the ocean where you can't see land?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: It is a little unnerving, even in a giant boat.
1: Yeah, and I don't mind if it's like an afternoon sail or whatever, but for three weeks?
0: No. No, no, no. You know? Uh, because.
1: Talk about growing hair everywhere. <laughs>
0: I mean, this weather that comes and you can't just head back.
1: No. No, you hear stories. I don't know. This is so, well, okay, it's your dream, not mine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just to have plenty of mezcal, that's all.
0: <laughs> Put a note in the bottle. We're in the middle of the ocean. Come right. us. Uh, anything Help. else on the bucket list?
2: I don't have a big bucket list. No, I, I would say no. I, I don't think of things that way. Like, oh, I got to do all these things. I, I've already done stuff. So many of those kind of things, but I would like to travel a little more, I guess. Who wouldn't, right? You know?
1: Yeah. See the world.
2: See the world. Yeah.
1: I think traveling gives perspective somehow, you know, like when you're someplace new and maybe it's a different culture, different language, it just makes you feel more part of the world and also smaller in some way. There's a bigger world out there. And we spend a lot of time in 20-mile radius or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it just gives you such great perspective, I think.
0: Well, we talked about that with, was it Nadine? Mm-hmm. Recently about all her travels. And you see different things that, again, perspective. We've talked about perspective a lot in this podcast. You know me. It's all about the food when I, when I travel.
1: Right, yeah, the amazing food that you get, the amazing people that you meet. Yeah, it's great.
0: Well, uh, what advice would you give to someone that's, about to turn sixty, say in the in the next couple or three years. Hmm. I would just say keep the fitness going,
2: uh, trying not to drink too much. <laughs> <laughs> There's a theme, uh, you know. No, keep going. You know, people say you know retiring is sort of death. I don't believe that, but I don't think I'll ever fully retire. My work is engaging, and I don't have to take as much of it now. I can't see just retiring. But anyways, just stay healthy and do the things you would like to do. Maybe the bucket list or just goals. That's what I'm trying to do.
0: I have a a very good friend who retired the first time in his 40s. And he was retired for several years. And I was talking with him one day, I can't do this anymore. I have to go back to work. And I have another friend who said, if you don't have a plan, if you think you're going to retire and just go fishing and playing golf all the time, no, it, it, yeah. that doesn't work. You have to have a plan of what you want to do and how you want to spend your time. Because you can't just spend your time sitting on the couch watching TV. Right. you got to stay active.
1: Yeah. Well, there was a TED talk, I guess. I don't remember the name of the gentleman who did it, but he was talking about how there are three phases of retirement. And so grief, when...
0: denial. No, 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 Those are the deaths. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, chow. So, okay, well, I was guessing. Okay, good guess. So the first phase is you're like, oh, it's going to be like vacation. I can get up anytime I want and I can do whatever I want. I don't have to worry about being anywhere or doing anything. Well, that elation lasts, or hysteria, lasts for about a year. And then all of a sudden you're kind of looking around going, hmm, is this it? You know, I really need to do something. And his theory was that if you found something that you had passion around or that had some intrinsic value, that you could actually have a really happy retirement after that. When we say retirement, is it really retirement in the sense of doing nothing? I don't know. I think there's always something that you want to embrace that gives you a good feeling with your time.
0: Oh, yeah. Like I said, you can't just sit in the couch and watch TV. You can't play golf seven days a week.
1: Some people can.
0: It's not enough to fill all your time.
1: Yeah, I I would agree. I would agree. So, next question. You only have two more left. You're almost off the hook. So, have you ever felt like you were becoming your parents? And if so, when?
2: Hmm. That is a really good question, I would say no, Uh, but it's specific to my situation. Uh, My father was very uh, angry. I don't think I'll ever go there.
0: Was he always like that? Because I I know people who've gotten grumpier and meaner as they got older.
1: Yeah, they lose their screening filter.
0: their, Their spouse dies or something ahead of them, and they change. So was he always like that?
2: He was always stern. I would mimic some of my friends' parents. They had amazing relationships. You know, loved each other, and were very happy, kind people. So I tended to more have sub-parents from my friend's parents, and they would sort of adopt me into their families.
0: All right, so I guess the short answer is no. No, no. Yeah. Okay. No, not at all. <laughs> all right, so the last question. We asked 10 questions of our Real Talk guest, mm-hmm. and that is, what myths about being over 60 would you like to see us bust? Hmm. Oh, let me see. I
2: heard one of your other podcasts and there was discussion about maybe not the best subject, but uh women sex drive after sixty. I, I thought that's a very interesting subject. Um so I'd like you to bust Me too. I would <laughs> like you to bust that myth because I don't Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe that the sex drive and that issue is nothing to do with age, actually. Um for many men and women's so that that's one
0: any suggestions on how we can do that
2: <laughs>
1: okay Joe now let's not get dicey um, remember no 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 it's an honest question
2: <laughs> uh, you're gonna have to dance very gingerly around that one a bit.
0: <laughs> any other myths you'd like to see busted
2: what would be some of those myths you
0: have uh, people over list?
1: 60 don't know how to use technology. We busted that. We
0: busted one. that. And yeah. People
1: over 60 are responsible for all the woes in the world.
0: Thanks, that's Boomer.
1: According, okay, Boomer, that's according oh, that's to millennials. Yep. People over 60 become grumpy?
0: Sometimes they do.
1: Yeah, but they probably weren't very nice people to
0: begin with. So. Oh, I don't know about that. All right, so...
2: I think the last one would be an interesting... Subject bust that they become grumpy, but I, I believe Joe, like you just said, that there are people they get grumpier, but there may be reasons they're aging, they're not aging well, they're unhealthy, you know. So they could
1: be in you, pain.
0: Yeah, they could it be could in be pain. pain. I know somebody who said, all my friends and family are gone. I'm the last one.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's tough. So tough.
0: I've said to friends, I said, how do we know we're not going to end up coming grumpy like them? I don't think they ever envisioned being grumpy, right? I knew I knew people who were very happy, very kind of jovial people, and they as they got older, they just got a little grumpier and a little. Yeah, grumpier.
1: yeah. I think it's I don't know. For me, maybe it's not this simple, but I always think it's about gratitude. We're always grateful. How can we be grumpy? It's like I got another day. I'm grateful for that day. But I do think that if you're sick or you're in pain or something like that, then that changes the whole game. Mm-hmm.
0: Our generation, I think, are more fortunate than previous generations because medical care has gotten better. We know how to take care of our bodies better. We know how to age better. So maybe it won't happen quite as often.
1: Right, and I hear there are amazing healing powers um, that Mezcal has.
0: (laughs) Topically (laughs) applied? Any way you want it.
2: (laughs) I think, um, you know, if you lose your partner your long-term partner, that you see people also going into sort of depression and changing their life. But since there's so many divorces now, we don't really have the long-term partners we used to, so that problem should start easing up.
0: (laughs) We've solved that problem. (laughs) Okay. Those are our 10 questions.
1: They are, unless you want to come up with another one.
0: Well, that would be 11. (laughs) Is there
1: anything else that you want to tell us about life after 60 or share with us or
0: share some of the wisdom you've gained
1: inspirational oh. or funny stories or any of the wisdom yeah you said that you have this wisdom from all your years what what would be some of those nuggets that you'd want to share
2: you hopefully have those nuggets unless you're an idiot over 60 but you know
1: oh, oh. <laughs> oh none of our listeners are idiots.
0: no no
2: You should have a a lot of knowledge. You should be able to hopefully do the traveling you want to do or go move to a foreign country for two months if you've done well or you've done okay in life and you're healthy.
1: Stay healthy.
0: Stay healthy. That's important.
1: Mind, body, spirit.
0: And uh, get your eight hours of sleep a night.
1: And your eight ounces of mezcal.
0: I was just going to (laughs) say.
1: Oh my god. We definitely have to get a Mezcal sponsor now.
0: We do. We do. Let's uh, you know. That's a great idea. Um we'll we'll get our marketing team on that right
1: yes, away. Yes, yes. Chop right.
0: chop. Mm. <laughs> well, I think that wraps up our 10th
1: 10th episode of Woo-hoo! the 60 plus podcast. Pop the champagne. Do
0: you have anything you want to say before we wrap up, Jen?
1: Well, I just want to thank Larry for doing this.
0: Yes, and, thank uh, you, Larry. Thank you.
1: Yeah, we really enjoyed having you on, and uh, sorry for putting you on the spot so much. But that's what we do here.
0: All right, so this is the 60 Plus Podcast. I'm Joe.
1: I'm Janet. Bye. Bye.